Hello there! It's Friday, which means it's time once again for the best movie podcast ever. The only pod... Wait, hold on. The only movie... <laughs> Second week in a row! Wrong. I always get row. it wrong, and I don't know why. It's the only movie podcast that offers objective and hyperbole-free discussion of every movie in the known universe. See, I do know it, but it's in just... In the known multiverse. I like to... I like to get, um, I am your host, uh, who you would expect to be better at this uh, by this point in the, uh, the podcast life. The podcaster with no name, Conrad, with me as always, he's something of a scientist himself, is Anthony James. <laughs> I'm here from the multiverse. I've come over from the After Dark podcast, Conrad, to have a chat with you today. Oh, the streams are crossing! <laughs> Doctor yeah. Strange, you fucker! Um, yeah, so we're going to talk about uh, That There Spider-Man. Um, not the new week. one. Not, we not haven't the new seen one. Yet. Not the new one. Don't you worry your pretty little heads about it. We're not going to spoil anything. We're just going to talk. It, it, like the people have been clamoring for oh, Spider Man. Jeez, they have. They have. I've never seen anything like it. It's like I don't know whether it's. Man- I don't want to say it's manufactured hype because all hype to some extent is manufactured for a start. And you know, I don't. I don't want to be dismissive of what could potentially be a good movie. But oh, for some excited. reason, it's just captured something. It's captured yeah, a spirit. I'm very, I'm very excited. Do you know what it is, Conrad? It's what people it? who grew up with the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. It's people mm. who grew up with the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man, and it's people who grew up with the Tom Holland Spider-Man. All coming together to be like, "Holy shit, this is going to be great." Um, I think the idea, even though the other sort of series even marvel at times is up and down i i, th- I think that the idea that they're actually doing it they're actually bringing together characters from different multiverses is actually a big deal and I, I i do believe that i think that's i think it's really cool and i even though they've tried to hide things that are obviously going to happen uh, yeah, yeah. i the, I, the, uh, the public denial tour from toby Maguire yeah. and Andrew garfield was very much a <laughs> methinks the spider-man doth protest too much and, <laughs> and if anyone is watching this when we release it have already seen spider-man i might be wrong in this but i would be happy with this film if i'm not surprised whatsoever because i kind of already think i know what's going to happen in it and i'm still really excited so i think well, i think i think it's just an exciting thing conrad well that's i mean that's how that's how the mcu operate really isn't it is that they it's like aew in the wrestling world like everyone kind of knows what's going to happen yeah, there's yeah, a little yeah. wink little nudge maybe it's not going to happen yeah, um, but yeah. we all we're, we, we can all be satisfied at the end of it um but okay right we're going to talk some spider-man so without further ado let's talk about some gosh darn movies let's do it movies let's talk about i caught you while you were sipping there i went straight into that i went right in hot from the uh, from the open, I'm not going to yep. stop. We're not going to do it again. That's not the kind of podcast we run here. Listen, listen. We want to get to bed on a good time tonight. We're tired, boys. If you wa- if you watch the After yeah. podcast earlier in the week, we're tired, boys. I'm dragging. I'm dragging. Um, I didn't actually ask you. Are you going to go and see this movie? <laughs> I by the time this releases, I will have seen this movie. I'm very excited for it. I'm, okay. I'm not even joking. Here. I cannot show my head around my brother's house until I've seen this movie. I I don't know if I'll get a chance to see it this week. I'm more uh, to be honest. I'm more excited for the Matrix. Mental. But, that is crazy to me. As like, as someone who basically said that the two and the three don't exist of the Matrix is what you said. When yeah. I, 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 whenever I tried to say, actually, I kind of enjoyed them. You said no, they don't exist. You're so excited for a fourth one. It boggles <laughs> no, my mind. The second mind. one's okay. The second one's okay. It the third one. My I, mind. The the third one's bad. Listen, I I rewatched the Matrix recently, possibly for a certain video series that'll be uh, coming out on the channel fairly soon. Um, and it's still a great movie, so I'm looking forward to Matrix Four. Uh, I am looking forward to this as well. I think it's cool. Um, I'll tell you something else. But before we get into Spider Man, let, let's just 
I'll put that on the back burner for a second because I need to talk to you about something. Oh, something okay. that we that right. we were thinking about maybe doing on this on this on this here show. This uh, podcast, but yeah. but I, I someone gazumped you. My partner gazumped you in this respect. We were oh, looking right. through Disney Plus and we were thinking we haven't actually watched any Christmas movies and it's pretty it's like mid December at this point. We really need to get yeah. on this Christmas movie stuff. Anthony, I finally watched the Santa Claus. Oh, with an E, uh, with an E, <laughs> with an e. <laughs> the very one. Um, I finally did it, and it, it was good. It's a good oh, movie. Oh, like oh. it's, uh, <laughs> I, I think. Um, despite, and, I'll, and I will say this much: every Tim Allen movie is. I'm coming into it on a negative. I'm yeah, coming yeah, into yeah. it being like, I don't like Tim Allen. He's a bit of a dick in real life. So this is going to have to work doubly hard yeah. to get me on board. And it did it. It bloody well did it. <laughs> it did, you know, and like, you know why? Because it was just a good, honest movie. Don't watch two and is. three. Have you seen two and three already? Then no, no. My 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 partner was like, "We need to watch the second one." I was like, "I will be in the dead in the cold ground before you get me to watch a Tim Allen movie made this side of the year two thousand because those are all fucking trash." Yeah, well, I will say, don't watch them because they they are like. 100% it has the feeling of a studio going we got something here you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, but, um, do not watch it it's, they're terrible like you know, yeah. Martin Short as Jack Frost oh jeez you don't want to see it is that wait Jack Frost is in the snowman uh, is Jack Frost a snowman I don't know my Christmas lore uh, apparently he's I don't know anyway who cares he's a magical man who puts frost on the ground okay, you know yeah. there's, I don't there's also I short at the best of times to be honest so there's also like a Mr. Sandman for the sleep there's also a tooth oh, fairy in the third one they all come in the Easter Bunny's oh, there okay. the tooth Vin fairy Diesel's is, is not the rock yeah, the, yeah, oh no yeah. it's the rock isn't it what's the Vin Diesel one the pa- the, the it, pacifier it's like- the pacifier. He's basically that's a, hu- a human dummy, is what he is. Yeah. He's like a he's a big pacifier. I mean, I would suck on Vin Diesel's head like a nipple. To be <laughs> I would not. I wouldn't. I'm just gonna put that out. He's so he's too fast for me. I couldn't catch him. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> he he would he would race away from me and he's then so hurl fast. himself from his car and land pillow like on the windshield of another car, which the Fast and Furious series has established. He's good at it. He is good. Is, yeah. Is the same thing as a mattress. Um, last thing, have you been watching any of that there, Hawkeye? It's not a movie, but I wanted to talk to you about it. It does relate to what we're going to talk about in a second. Uh, anyone who follows the channel will know I haven't been watching it, just because, uh, obviously, if I had been watching it, probably Emmett and I would be chatting about it. Yeah. Um, no, I haven't. I don't know why. This is the first Marvel uh, series, which hasn't caught me. I'm going to watch it. I'm sure I'll like it. But Hawkeye was always a character that Marvel... It got to the point where I thought like Marvel put him across as too much of just a guy with a bow and arrow oh and I think, absolutely absolutely and i think i think it didn't really catch me as much as some of the other series uh, i will watch it though uh, and hopefully i like it i mean in the comics hawkeye was always the guy that they killed to make the other avengers sad that was his role yeah. in the avengers um the only reason i mention it is that um i'm not gonna spoil anything so don't worry if you haven't seen it or black widow for that matter but a certain character from black widow shows up in an episode of hawkeye oh. Um, and oh, I know watching, who it is already. You, you know who who that is, but I won't say anything. Um, the funny thing about Zach it is Ruff's that Boo, I think, yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't. It makes me jealous. Don't talk about that. We're not allowed to speak about Zach Braff, <laughs> Zach Braff on this podcast. <laughs> he doesn't deserve it. Um, but the, the the funny thing about it is that apparently the makers of Hawkeye didn't know that they were setting up something for Black Widow, and um, oh sorry, the, uh, vice versa. The makers of Black Widow didn't know they were setting something up for uh, Hawkeye, and the okay. makers of Hawkeye didn't know that that was going to be, it, or didn't know that that uh, this character had been in Black Widow. So it's kind of funny to hear that things are a bit more kind of slapped together than they seem, particularly in the view of um, of uh, No Way Home, which 
Wait, No Way Home? Far From Home. No, far from it home. is No Way Home. No Way Home. Far From Home is the second one. Far From Home is the second one, yeah. God, there's too many homes in these titles. In the view of, It's um, a home it, trilogy. It is. That's true. I mean, that's literally how they've talked about it. But yeah, um, yeah in, in, in the kind of context of this Spider-Man trilogy, because um, it sounds like they're doing, with this Spider-Man movie, it sounds like they're doing kind of an Avengers End gamey kind yes. of greatest hits, where it's like, let's get the gang back together and we'll... Um, and we'll, we'll, 100%. You know, we'll and, 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 you know, to, to, to juggle all those different um, continuities is, is impressive. But so... Let's let's get into it then. So, Anthony, we're going to talk Spider Man now. We're mm-hmm. going to talk all manner of Spider Men. Uh, any that that we any that that, that take our fancy. Quite frankly, okay. the first thing I'm going to say to you is, I'm going to ask you to cast your mind back. The year is 2002. <laughs> Uh, JXL versus Elvis's cover of a little less conversation is topping the charts. Great, great song. It's a great song. It is a great song. Um, and uh, a Sam Raimi, a man mainly known for kind of horror like The Evil Dead and pulpy movies like Dark Man, is Quick the making dead. a Spider-Man movie. So yeah. Again, Quick and the Dead. He did make the Quick and the Dead. We know that for a fact because we saw yeah, it. We, do we saw Sharon Stone seduce a minor in that movie. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. about that, the better. Um, he dies by the end of it, so it's fine. There, there's none. <laughs> <laughs> and he has no family, so there's no one to press charges. So, okay, where d- where does the original Sam Raimi Spider-Man rank for you in the pantheon of not just Spider-Man movies, although it would be good to get that ranking as well, but, you know, superhero movies in general, because a lot of people rank mm. it very highly. I think it is a very high one, to be honest with you. I think it's really strange. I, it's going to be hard not to talk about them all at the same time, but the, f- the first Sam Raimi one is obviously the first Spider-Man film I ever saw. Um, yeah. It is Tobey Maguire is the Spider-Man of my of my childhood, and I'm really p- grateful that his career tanked because he is just <laughs> Spider-Man to me. You know, he's yeah. just Spider-Man to me. Uh, you know, I didn't even see The Great Gatsby, so that didn't even poison <laughs> he's, my view. He's, he's not that guy from Sea Biscuit to you. Yeah, I haven't even seen Sea <clears throat> Biscuit. I've literally, I don't think I've ever seen another film with Tobey Maguire in it. I'm gonna be honest. Not even the one where him and Jake Gyllenhaal are in Afghanistan or whatever it was. Haven't seen it. Um, so he is Spider-Man to me. I think it's really. I love Willem Dafoe. Like the man was mm. born to play a villain. Um, I think that his journey into crazy uh, Green Goblin was done really well. I like Kirsten Dunst as MJ as well. I. It's basically, it came to me at a good time in my life because I had not really watched too many superhero films. I think uh, Superman one and two were maybe the only ones that I'd really seen at that point potentially. Yeah. When I was I was around 12, 11, 12 years old. Um, I, so it came to me at a good time, and I wasn't I wasn't poisoned by um, by uh, really long origin stories. So the, I think the first like half an hour to forty five minutes of that film. He hasn't even put his proper suit on yet, uh, yeah. and that really works for me. I think the the also the, uh, the the emotional weight behind Uncle Ben as well, and and the you know with great power comes great responsibility, which I'm yeah. I'm predicting that will be that line will be in in the in the film in a few in a few days. Uh, but for me, Conrad, big plus. I think uh, it's not as good as the second one. Uh, no, for me, Spider Man Two is better, and I think it overshadows the first one a little bit. But I do have very fond memories of the first one. Yeah, I, th- I mean, I don't think you're alone in that at all. And I think <clears throat> people... Is, uh, the, I think the first Spider-Man movie op- occupies a weird place in movie history because I think it's actually been... There's a bit of revisionist history about it in two different directions. So there's some mm-hmm. people who view it as kind of like the birth of the modern superhero movie, which no. um, it wasn't. Um, it wasn't 
in two different ways because it wasn't even if you count like the sort of late 90s early 2000s stuff because uh, you had blade in 1998 sort of a super i mean technically a comic book movie but it, it didn't really kind of feel like a superhero movie but then you had uh brian singer's x-men in 2000 uh two years before um but i would was... even count uh, tim burton's batman as maybe the beginning you know if you've got to well, look at ba- the real uh, yeah. beginning Batman has, o- o- occupies a weird place, I think, because Batman's kind of just always there. You know, yeah. like Batman's always kind of trucking along. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Crystal's ones as well, yeah. Whereas I, 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 yeah, exactly. Whereas, whereas I feel like a lot of people kind of say Spider-Man was the moment where all studios kind of sat up and were like, we can make a lot of money um, making superhero movies. And yeah. I think they did to a certain extent. So you look at the stuff that was coming out before Spider-Man... I'll just run through some quickly. Okay, so you've got cool. like Batman Returns, 1992. So, you know, Batman. But then you've got like The Shadow in 94, Batman Forever in 95, Tank Girl in 95, Power Rangers 95, The Phantom 96, Steel starring Shaq in 97, <laughs> Blade 98, Mystery Men 99. So Mystery Men, oh, great film. I mean, there are, there are some good films in there, don't get me wrong, but like how many of those characters could you actually name? Like you've got Batman, basically. <laughs> like that's I mean, the only that, one in there. Ivan Ooze from the Power Rangers oh, movie. Great Ivan film. Ooze, that's true. Fair play. I don't want to talk down, talk, talk smack about Ivan Ooze or Rita Repulsa for that matter, who's also <laughs> yeah. in that movie. But then um, you look at what came out after um, Spider-Man, and it's actually like it, I don't think the quality increases massively, but mm-hmm. definitely the name value increases. So immediately after you've got daredevil in 2003 league of extraordinary gentlemen in 2003 hulk in 2003 x-men 2 in 2003 spider-man 2 2004 batman begins 2005 the train's moving at this point the train is yeah but it's interesting that a lot of people be like that's where it started but you actually look at these and it's like okay spider-man 2 was a really good movie batman begins was a really good movie but there's most of it is shit to be honest most of these superhero movies until iron man yeah. I would say like 80% of superhero movies were bad. So I don't actually agree with the I know I know I've kind of just done the classic internet thing of make up a point that no one's actually making to disagree with for the for the for the benefit of making my own point. But someone out there was making this point, all right? I'm pretty sure about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, League of Extraordinary <laughs> Gentlemen to be honest with you, it, it took me a while to even realize that was a comic book film because I just like mm. I don't know why I just didn't want to watch it and my dad really loved it and I was like I don't I don't know what this is, but Daredevil. I, I have fond memories of watching Daredevil as a young man. Uh, okay, Elektra. I never watched. I know that was like sort of like a spin-off of Daredevil. Um, yeah, she she was in. Uh, it was not Rachel McAdams. It was Jennifer Garner. Alias, Jennifer Garner. That's it. Um, but but I mean, I think the point I'm I'm kind of belaboredly trying to make here is that you saw after Spider-Man studios, mm-hmm. particularly Fox actually, but but later other studios just snapping up any kind of comic book yeah. they could get um and even the stuff they're putting out wasn't very good we de- it definitely kind of got the ball rolling towards where we are now um, which is interesting I- you know because Sam, I, I i rewatched this film within the last year the first spider-man yeah. And it is really stylistic, and it wasn't oh, it really because yeah. I watched the Quick and the Dead, and I remember you told me it was Sam Raimi. I was like, oh my god, like that's who made Spider Man. I didn't know he was almost this kind of really stylized sort of art housey horror director. I yeah. thought he, I thought he was like a big budget director because he did Spider Man, and that made me go and rewatch it for the first time since my childhood. And I was like, oh, actually, I can see a lot of the stylized aspects that were in the Quick and the Dead in Spider Man as well. And it's funny that that is the film that made these big studios take note because it is very 
the style of Sam Raimi's Spider-Mans are very individual, you know? Oh, absolutely. And I think that's that's the other part of it, is that the the MCU, for better and for worse, is very uniform. That yeah. They kind of give you a bit of little wiggle room within their mold, but yeah. ultimately, you know what you're getting with a Marvel movie. Whereas this, it's very much a Sam Raimi movie, as you say. You know, it's colourful, it's garish. Mm-hmm. The the Green Goblin is throwing pumpkin bombs that are turning <laughs> a bunch of people into skeletons, which is just great. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's just great. great. And like, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know why we don't have more of that, but but it's but it's fantastic. And the big thing, I mean, you've kind of already alluded to it, but I think it's worth mentioning is that both um, all, all, all the all the Sam Raimi Spider Man movies, although the third one is kind of not not that great. I need to rewatch they, that. I haven't seen it yet. They, but they have great villains and they have great actors yes. just hamming the absolute shit out of the role um <laughs> so willem dafoe's green goblin and um and uh alfred molina's uh doc ock in in spider-man 2 they're I, i'm a big fan of like the concept of like blue sky in video games and i believe in like blue sky in movies as well and to do a part of that i think is having really hammy villains the moment where um the Green Goblin like attacks the Macy's Day Parade and he gets beaten mm. up by Spider Man, and then he kind of flies off um, on his Spider-Man glider and jumps just shouts, on the balloons. We'll meet again, Spider Man. <laughs> yeah. like, that's great. That is great. We need more more villains that doing stuff like yeah. that. No one does it anymore. Everyone's really serious. I swear to God, right? Okay, I was literally speaking to this uh, to Emer about this the other day, um, and I thought to myself, actually, maybe I'll mention that if it comes up on the podcast, and it's come up. The first couple of bad guys in the Sam Raimi Spider-Man, I really, really enjoyed them. And even, to be honest with you, we'll get on to them maybe a bit later, a little bit less. We'll talk about them because they are not our childhood, but um, the Andrew Garfield ones. The, mm. the, the, the villains from those had something in common. And this is something that the, the villains from uh, the Spider-Man films in the Marvel Cinematic Universe don't have. And it's a big failure of those films, even though I do enjoy them. The villains in the old ones actually are Spider-Man's villains... Uh, whereas the villains in the new ones, even though they are Spider-Man villains from the comics, they hate Tony Stark. Yeah. Um, and that is a problem. I understand why in the cinematic universe it kind of is that way. But for me, when when Vulture and um, and Mysterio hate Tony Stark to the point where they're trying to ruin the world and Peter Parker just happens to be the one stopping them, they're not really a Spider-Man villain you know mm. to me and i don't like that but the old films they had personal connections especially the toby Maguire ones less so than electric didn't go to electro's birthday but um <laughs> but uh the, the old the old ones they had the personal connection with peter parker it was all yeah. about the villain and peter parker and both of them in the first two films anyway knew peter parker before they knew he was spider-man yeah I, re- I, you know. I, I think you i think you've definitely struck on something that's that's probably my biggest criticism of those spider-man those tom holland spider-man movies and i think it is a symptom of the way that mcu movies are made now where everything needs to be interconnected um and it is this this core idea that i think the mcu just kind of created on its own i don't think it's in any comics that iron man is like this mentor figure to Mm. spider-man and it means that all of his movies, like the, the the core, the the thing that I always really liked about Spider Man growing up as a kid, reading some of the comics and also watching like the animated series in the nineties, yeah. was this idea that the main thing about Spider Man is that he's a very human character. He's not, I mean, he he is fighting like really dangerous stuff, but it's about being a kid or a young adult 
in New York trying to balance like his life as a college student or a high school student mm-hmm. with the fact that you know his family is constantly in danger from all of these threats and I feel like that's lost a bit in the Iron Man is coming here and giving me a suit and yeah. like that's worth like billions of dollars and all that stuff it kind of loses that groundedness that I that I really like about um about about the character well, and although I do yeah. I do like the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies I feel like they both of them so far have kind mm-hmm. of suffered from that I think a bit yeah, I know. I, I know exactly what you mean. That's that's how I feel as well. I think that there has been word that Tom Holland is a potentially. Uh, it's it's already kind of been leaked through Tom Holland or someone that they're working on a second trilogy with him, and mm. the idea, hopefully, is that the second trilogy is going to be like a proper Spider-Man trilogy where he like he'll be like the photographer. Uh, yeah. You know, they can't really do it with J. Jonah Jameson, I suppose, but because he's kind of this Ben Shapiro figure, what the hell? But um. <laughs> Well, more actually, Alex Jones figure we should say. But yeah. uh, are we allowed I to say his name on YouTube? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, but basically, I I think to be honest with you, um, to be honest with you, I th- I I I do like it, but but it is a big problem. Even in this new one coming out, all of the bad guys they're like not Tom Holland Spider Man's bad guys. No, it's yeah, like, he it's just like, happens to get not caught one, up in this whole thing. There's not one bad guy in in the in the three Spider Man films. I haven't seen the third one yet. Maybe there is actually. Who has a has it out for Tom Holland Spider Man? Yeah, and, ju- and yeah. just him. And maybe, I, so, I, I really want to drop like, off Paul Giamatti's Rhino in Tom Holland's universe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. But like that's 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 a big problem for me. And I think that you know because even like there's like teasers that Venom's gonna come in somewhere as well. And like Venom mm. again is not hasn't built you know from this Tom Holland Spider Man. He needs villains of his own. At the yeah, ha- yeah. So like maybe I don't know. Who, are they, Maybe in the next trilogy with him, they're going to start bringing in his Norman uh, Osborn with his Harry Osborn. That'd yeah, be cool. You, you would know? hope so. You would definitely mm-hmm. hope so. I mean, I, yeah, but, I, but I, t- I totally agree with you. I'm I'm a big um, exponent of the viewpoint that Iron Man was no one's favorite Avenger until the MCU started, and mm. and it's the greatest trick the devil ever pulled to convince a generation of children that Iron Man doesn't completely suck. Um, See, I, I also think it's I, I also think it's a pretty big trick that the devil pulled to make a load of kids worship Captain America and they wear American <laughs> flags everywhere all I, over the world. I, I always kind of like I, Captain America, to be honest. No, I, I like it, Captain America too, but I don't like how children from all over the world are wearing American flags. Oh, I see uh, what you mean. It's, yeah. like, it's, like, it's like putting that in to the zeitgeist it's everywhere a, in the world. It's a Homelander situation. All they'll need to do in 20 years is have some fascist dictator come out dressed like I, uh, Captain America. Just like, action man, what the fuck? Where they, where <laughs> yeah, yeah, you leave action man out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The come, British you know, hero. He'll come back, come out dressed as Captain America and like, all of the this generation's children will be like thirty, and they'll be like, "I'm voting for that guy." Yeah, that guy. <laughs> that guy seems like he knows he's going to use his adamantium shield to, or the vibranium shield, or whatever the fuck it's made out of, yeah. to protect us all from the dangers of immigration or whatever. <laughs> whatever let, let me tell. Let me. Yes, exactly. Let me tell you, Connor. It is vibranium. Let me tell you this, just to sum this up, because I've, I've thought of a great way to put it. Right, Go on. Captain America being children in Ireland's favorite superhero is it really annoys me because it's kind of. It hits the same annoyance bone in my brain whenever someone who wins the NBA calls themselves the world champion. You know, it's like <laughs> yeah. it doesn't. The rest quite of the world wasn't re- yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, like you know, I don't, I don't like how he's the hero of the world, but he's called Captain America. I just, I just, 
Just well, fit. all right. I say, like, I don't want to get too political with this, but you can have Captain Britain if you want, Anthony. But, but uh, that's going to cause its own set of problems in certain Listen, parts of Ireland. Cast, cast Seamus from WWE as Captain Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> there's Banshee. Banshee's in the X Men, like sometimes. And there's a. Uh, well, there's face? an Irish what? Eternal now. There's an Irish Eternal. There's there's an Irish guy in. Oh, the there MCU. is. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. So there you go. You're represented. Finally, yeah. you, that Irish Eternal and Camille Nanjani's Kingo can. Uh, so my can Irish re- side has him, and my and my uh, and my Australian side has the Boomerang Man from uh, <laughs> from Suicide Squad. <laughs> Amazing. You're not well represented. Let's be honest. Well, I've got Wolverine, um, kind of, haven't I? I've got Wolverine. No, you don't get Wolverine at all. He's Canadian. Yeah, no, but 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 Jack Jack Human is uh is is Australian. Yeah, I, I'm not having that. I'm not having ah. that. Okay, it's, it's on the character. It's not on the actors that played him. Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, like no James Bonds would be allowed, like ever, because yeah. they're all they're all Scottish and Welsh and Australian. Um, okay, and so Irish. and uh, was there an Irish one? Oh, of course, it was a Pierce problem, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, who who's your so who's your favorite your favorite Spider Man? Then would you say it's Toby? Uh, I like Tom Holland as a person. I really do. Uh, I was a Tottenham fan, so it yeah, just come he's, out. He's from the same place. He's from the same place you're from in he, London. He literally grew up not five minutes away from where I grew up. Like yeah. we are from the same ends. And he's a he's Tottenham fan because because apparently he said to uh, Killian Mbappe, he said he he said to him he met him and he said you need to join Tottenham. And Killian Mbappe was like, not possible, sir. Yeah, just laughed, <laughs> laughed in his face at the ridiculousness of this suggestion, which did hurt. That did hurt a little bit, to be honest, Killian. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so that's like you're basically Tom Holland's spirit animal. But um, I, I, I <laughs> I'm sure uh, he'll be thrilled to find out yeah, yeah. that a 34 year old YouTuber <laughs> is, is a spirit animal. I think that's pretty cool. Uh, but I, yeah, I, I like Tom Holland as a person. The, my, my, when I think about Spider-Man, I do think of Tobey Maguire though. Mm. Um, Andrew Garfield, I, I know the, the the weirdo from Social Network can never be Spider-Man. <laughs> I, I, I feel like calling him the weirdo from Social Network is pushing it when that's Army true. Hammer and uh, and. What's his face um, is uh, is in that movie? But you're, yeah, you're right. Okay, I take it back. He's you know I, I actually don't don't mind Andrew Garfield either. But you know for some reason in my mind I place him in like the Robert Pattinson box. But unfortunately Andrew Garfield hasn't really come out of the box for me yet. And no, I don't know he's why he's in, I don't box. know why he's in that box. I don't know why he's in that box, but he is. Well, okay. So here I'll I'll, I'll tell you my thoughts. You've not asked for them, but I'll give them to you anyway. I don't like. I don't like Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man because he wasn't funny enough. I I could never get past that. And that was because I was I was coming into as I've said before, I was coming into those Sam Raimi movies, which I do like. I do like those movies, but I was coming into them from the animated series where um the guy from the main thing I know him from is the Brady Bunch, apart from that Brady Bunch movie. Uh, Christopher Daniel Barnes who did the voice of Spider-Man in the animated series and he was so funny. And I was just like Tobey Maguire I, I don't think he could tell me a joke if his life depended on it, to be honest. Um, so I never, I never loved him as Spider-Man. Now I, I yeah. think, I think Garfield did get like the snarkiness of Spider-Man. Like he was telling jokes and was kind of cocky, which I enjoyed. But I did also agree with a lot of the criticisms of his character, which is that he's like a Converse and Ramones T-shirt wearing Spider-Man. It's like this yeah. guy's not a nerd. He's just a he's just a cool guy in his late twenties. <laughs> like yeah, I, nothing... I, that's why I never liked Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man for that reason. 
yeah, there's like no vulnerability to that character as well, um, which um, is perhaps to be expected of the director uh, Mark Webb, who basically made a bunch of music videos and then made 500 Days of Summer and then made Spider-Man. <laughs> it's like okay, this character checks out with the movies that you've made, whereas like, this 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 guy has just walked straight out of like a Panic at the Disco music video. Yeah, th- <laughs> those 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 Spider-Man films definitely feel like they were written by a man who made a film where a guy goes out with a woman called Summer spoiler 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 she breaks up with him and then he meets a woman called autumn that's definitely yep. how those films come across but it's clever it's a clever <laughs> it's really clever uh but yeah so i will defend I, that first garfield one is okay i think but um, basketball I, I think, scene basketball I, scene Conrad. yeah that is it's a good scene it is a good scene do you like it um, oh, okay <laughs> I I so janky serious, I, 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 well, no, I like I like it as a concept but I, when he actually puts the ball on the net and the, and then the uh, the, the, it, the backboard shatters it's very janky I'm gonna be honest I, I to be honest I haven't seen that scene janky okay. wire work um, but that just I mean I think Holland to be honest is probably the best or probably my favourite I think he most closely resembles how I think of Peter Parker in my head in that he okay, is yeah you know young and vulnerable and he is a hero despite um but despite having plenty of reasons in his life to not be heroic you know all the all the all the things that he loses by being a hero i think i think tom holland does a great job of the um of capturing that vulnerability which i think is another one of those one of the reasons why i don't like the iron man centricness of that story because it detracts from yeah. what we've already talked about before um but you're going for maguire you're sticking with Maguire. Well, as I said, like I do really like Tom Holland. I do. I think he is great um, in terms of uh, Spider-Man. I, I I genuinely love the new Spider-Man films. I, I I'm gonna be honest with you. Like I, that's why I'm really excited for the next one because Spider-Man, even though it came so late to the MCU, it does feel like one of the marquee MCU films when they come out. You know, because Spider-Man yeah. has the has the draw. Yeah, it's so got the cachet. If if I have to, if I have to, if I have to say it, right? Who would I rather yeah. watch as Spider-Man to t- today? It would be Tom Holland. Um, okay. It would be. I, oh, I, well, today you don't you don't want a forty five year old <laughs> Toby Maguire. Well, apparently, you know, according to everyone on the internet who doesn't know anything, but apparently knows everything. Apparently, he might be in it. Who knows? Who knows? We don't know. But I mean, come on, come <laughs> Mask on. Mask never comes know. off. Um, <laughs> okay. I mean, so we've we've established. Well, one thing we do know for certain about this movie. It's not a spoiler to say. Um, that that we know Alfred Molina's Doc Ock is in it. We know Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin in it is in it, and we know that it is a, basically the, the the plot of this movie mm-hmm. revolves around uh, Peter Parker asking Doctor Strange to fix time because his identity was outed at the end of. Um, he wants to make everyone forget him. Yeah, at the end of um, Far From Home, so he wants everyone to forget him. And wouldn't you know it, Doctor Strange, being the time lord that he is um screws it up and and uh, and, and worlds get kind of merged together now the, the thing i wanted to speak to you about is <laughs> this idea that you can introduce a multiverse theory and essentially resurrect unfinished series from mm-hmm. the past and bring them into the modern continuity what other what other film series should they be doing this with? Because I think Batman would be a great one. I'd love to see like Michael Keaton and Val Kilmer and George Clooney. <laughs> what if you had Michael Ke- Michael Keaton's Vulture versus Michael Keaton's Batman? Oh, imagine! They, yeah, they do the DC versus Marvel as well at the same time. Just get uh, all in. You, yeah, that is a really interesting idea, actually. Like, do you think eventually we will get DC 
coming in uh in some way obviously disney will eventually own everything so they'll own dc and then they'll they'll do this big multi multi universal yeah. uh you know you, you can never say never with this stuff but i feel like avengers versus justice league would require so much setup on their part because with, with with like the spider-man movies where it was you know uh disney or marvel studios um under kevin feige and um and uh sony uh there, there was a lot of like back and forth just yeah. to get marvel just to give marvel the creative right reins to uh to make spider-man movies for sony because sony yeah. couldn't do it because they're bad at making movies um <laughs> to do it for the justice league you'd have to do it for all of the original justice league characters so you'd be like it would, it would essentially be like right we've done it with the avengers now we're gonna do it with justice league and then you'd have to convince all the avengers to come back and be like chris evans one more ride that's um, actually a good point uh, like i i'm gonna be honest with you i part of the reason why i don't really like this multiverse thing <clears throat> i love the multiverse thing don't get me wrong i think it's gonna be really cool especially i'm looking forward to like the uh ant-man one and as, as, as well as uh the Doctor Strange one mm. and I think I'm really interested to see where they go with it with Kang and everything like that but I will say uh, that one thing that does annoy me a little bit bringing these other villains in from these other Spider-Man films is that I as it opens the door to things like certain X-Men films coming in and stuff and as if I was Kevin Feige although I understand like the coolness of it I'm, I also would be like do I want to sully my product with these yeah. crap films? You know, yeah. <laughs> like, you like, am I admitting that, that these crap films X Men Origins Wolverine yeah. exists in the same continuity as these these films yeah. that we've made that are good? Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know. I don't know if I'd want to advertise that you know my source material is also the same as these crap film source material. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Well, okay. So, with that in mind, then I'm gonna. We'll, we'll wrap this up in a minute because because we, ultimately we've not seen the movie yet, folks. We don't know. We've seen lots of Spider-Man movies. I, I'd like to consider us Sp- Spider-Man experts, to be yep. honest. But we're not experts of um, of No Way Home because that movie's not out yet. Well, what we might do, Conrad, we're not talking about No Way Home next week in entirety. But what I might do because I probably am going to see it. I, I'll 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 give my minute review of it next week. Okay. Well, we might see it. I don't know. I like we haven't decided what we're doing next week. Actually, have we? For that matter. Well, aren't we aren't we doing a particular green uh, coding film? Uh, oh, we could. Mm. Isn't that out next week? Oh, we could do that. This is the kind of this is the kind of riveting discussion you get on air with us, folks. <laughs> we just, as, we it's as the big the big finish to the year of best movie podcast. I think we I think might it's out on the twenty second. Oh, so that's going to be, be close. It might not be doable. It might not be doable next. We'll week, think about. So we'll think about it. We'll think about it. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, okay. Stay tuned, listeners. You'll find out next <laughs> week. <laughs> stay um, tuned. But okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna end this as is traditional. To get those clicks, to get the, that interaction, you need to have hot takes on the internet. We we okay. all know that, and unfortunately, yep. I'm gonna have to drop a hot take here. And and when I what this is gonna be is me just making a baseless claim and then walking away from the conversation as it start d- descends into violence. Okay, is No Way Home the inevitable conclusion of the of Marvel and and more broadly Disney's insistence? on leveraging the grubby meaningless value of nostalgia to make money <laughs> no 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you asked the question. Does that mean it's my hot take? Because I said no. Um, uh, no, because you're disagreeing with it. So you're you're on the side of reason here, okay. which is a good side to be on. Okay. Well, definitely, definitely, they are going to be keeping going with nostalgia. I think I think the nostalgia bug kind of became a bit cringe four or five years ago, at least at this point. I yeah. think uh, with the Star Wars kind of drove it into the ground. Let's be honest. But I. I don't know. I think that the fact is, no one sitting here five years ago, before, like, say, less before Homecoming came in, before Civil War came out and Spider Man was there, no one would have ever thought that we were going to be able to get a real life, like, you know, live action Spider Man film with all of these things coming together. So it is cool. Mm. And, like, we also mentioned the AAW analog before. I would much rather be a fan of a Marvel, which does. Does, which does give us measured fan service every now and then than a Marvel that would be like WWE, which actively tries to avoid giving us what we want. <laughs> yeah, I think that's fair. Um, I, th- I think my my bullshit... I, I, nostalgia takes a very, very special kind of nostalgia to get me most of the time. My, my, and my bullshit detector has been set off recently because that Ghostbusters movie... Um, the Did kind of discourse it? around that. I haven't seen it yet, though. And it might be fine. I've heard it's okay. Um, but the discourse around it online was kind of polluted with people going like, I'm a 47-year-old man and I wept in the cinema when I saw like the Ecto-1 for the first time. And I was like, you're a 45-year-old man. You shouldn't be this into Ghostbusters. Well, you know what's funny, Conrad, is that it's really interesting because whenever they released uh, that comedy version with all the women a few years ago, everyone was up in arms over that because they're not women, right? Now, yeah. it's funny, like, they thought, okay, we went a bit too far, we went a bit too far. Let's make them kids. Everyone loves kids. And let's, let's take most of the girls out. We'll have one girl in the yeah, group. They can we'll have, have a token. one. We'll have a As token. As a treat. As and a then treat, it's, they can It have seems one to have slipped the boomers by because... This, they are crying in the cinema at seeing the car. Now the car was there in the uh, in, in the in the all women one, but no, no, it has to be surrounded by males. That's the thing which makes the car nostalgic, Conrad. Yeah, well, it's also just like the, the ghost of Harold Ramis and all this nonsense. It's just, <laughs> oh, I don't know, I've got no time. But this is just me being grumpy. I, I am looking forward to to No Way Home. I think. Um, Marvel, when it's when it's all singing, all dancing, and and uh, like at the top of their game they produce some really special stuff um mm-hmm. I, I think it's kind of popular to 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 dunk on on marvel regardless of the quality of what they make and i think sometimes it's earned but i think in this case it looks like it's going to be a cool movie so i'm so you're saying it. it's popular anytime a, a filmmaker comes out and says something about it it gets panned like so it's, it's well, not popular it whatsoever it, it gets panned by like half the people and the other people are like Again, Martin Scorsese's talking some sense. At long last, someone's <laughs> talking down to these to these superhero movies, and it's like, guys, you can you can coexist. There's room for everyone at the table here. You know, like... Martin's like, well, you know, that's why he called it the Irishman, you know, because he was because he wanted to get some of the uh, some of the superhero fans because they're like, whoa, this new Irishman, what's his what's his powers? <laughs> yeah. yeah, look out, look out for his new movie called The Canadian. Uh, that <laughs> yeah. Just has yeah. A- a silhouette of wolverine on the front of it but it's actually a, it's actually just about a, a, like booze runners uh during prohibition imagine um, that scorsese just started clickbaiting the hell out of his films that'd be great but, finally yeah. that's how that's how he's finally gonna win another oscar um yeah. actually no he won one for the departed to be fair so you know well, that's good it's not it's not that long ago um okay well i think that's gonna do it for our our spider men discussion mm-hmm. um here this week so we're gonna uh, we're gonna end it as we always do answering one simple question and that is anthony what's your favorite movie this week um i'm gonna say uh spider-man into the spider-verse because we haven't mentioned it at all and it's a great oh film. no yeah <laughs> i 
That's probably my favourite Spider-Man movie as well. That's a great movie. Anyone should see. Everyone should see that movie. Yeah, that's a that's a good choice. Um, what about you? Um, I'm gonna say the Santa Claus. Oh, lovely! Because <laughs> it's a good movie. It's cr- It's not related to Spider-Man. If I was picking a favourite Spider-Man movie, it'd probably be into. It would definitely be into the Spider-Verse. A live-action one, it would be Spider-Man Two. But um, mm-hmm. but yeah, Santa Claus because tis the season. <laughs> yeah, it is. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> thank you to Nath. That seemed like I was pausing to end the podcast there, but I wasn't. I was just leaving a little pregnant pause for effect. Thank oh, you to Nancy Wyatt and Jared Iscariot for the use of our theme song. You can find links to their stuff down in the description below. Um, and thank you to you for joining us. Please consider subscribing if you haven't already. We're The Culture Cave on YouTube, and we are the best movie podcast ever on podcasting apps. Uh, give the show a like. It really does help us get involved in the comments. Let us know what you think of spider-man is he a menace is he a hero to new york um and we will see you same time same place next week you beat your mom's high score on the pinball machine get out of here